Hello, and welcome to NUMA. Today's episode will focus on hunger, and how it can be mollified or resisted. In brief, there are two fundamental biological urges by which man everywhere and throughout all time is coerced. The desire to sustain, and the desire to reproduce him or herself. As the philosopher, the great Aristotle teaches, before all else we have a nutritive soul, a blind yearning for food that demands satisfaction. It's upon this basic, visceral instinct that our higher capacities are built. Just above it, our ability to perceive the environment in which we're placed and, finally, at the summit of our being, our unique faculty to reason, by which, I dare say, our proud claim to preeminence as a species is justly confirmed. As you can see, then, hunger, being so deeply rooted in our brains, is a difficult sensation with which to contend. But there, that's the important point on which we must take a second to linger. Hunger is little more than a fleeting sensation, a transitory state by which the body is only momentarily vexed. It's a feeling, nothing more. It's an unruly discharge of hormones and chemical messages to which the strength of our mind and the forbearance of our spirit will always be superior. Simply put, hunger is an experience of the body that the mind can outlast. Just remember, your mind is the master of your body, and your soul won't soon succumb to an evanescent pang. Let us begin. Find a comfortable chair in which to sit. If it's better for you, be seated on the floor. Lengthen your spine and loosen your shoulders. Relax the muscles of your forehead and soften your gaze. Tighten your abdomen and begin to take notice of your breathing. Become aware of the silence that enshrouds you. And now we breathe. Begin with an inhalation for three seconds and an exhalation for six. Try to fill the abdomen before allowing the rise of your chest. Repeat this for four repetitions.
you can breathe along with me. Now, gently close your eyes. The time has come to examine yourself. As if a surveyor tasked with charting a foreign land, you must conduct a thorough appraisal. Become aware of any bodily sensations you might discover therein. Explore, as well as you can, this intimate environment, this teeming, various landscape on which you are now inwardly focused. Perhaps a slight discomfort lingers in the neck. Or maybe the muscles of your lower back protest against your current position. It's possible that your barren skin shivers at the cool breeze from the window. Or that the unblinking sun casts its hot eye on your body. Take note of the stiffness, the discomfort, the chill, and the heat alike. Become conscious of all. Now, Repeat to yourself the following line. This sensation is transitory. This sensation is fleeting. Stronger is my mind than my body. Pursue your survey further. Those things above mentioned are all physical sensations. Begin to take note now of your feelings. Those sensations born of your mind that spring forth from within. Are you anxious about this evening's events? Be it a lecture you're to attend, or an important party.
Is there some impending trial of which you are apprehensive? On which your future earnings or professional status hinges? Are you frustrated by how your last conversation went? To whose final word you're now imagining a thousand belated, witty rejoinders? Are you so lucky to feel excitement about the forthcoming day? To be roused by its promises of unknown adventures? Maybe, as you sit there, you've become suddenly impatient of these interminable questions by which you've been inundated and this session needlessly prolonged. Recognize that these are all passing states of mind. They're all feelings, quick as they are to come as to go. Acknowledge their arrival and dismiss them one by one. That vexing thing we label anxiety, whence does it draw life? From what invisible source does it emerge? It exists nowhere outside your mind. It has no physical presence, no corporeal being. The same can be said of apprehension, frustration, excitement, impatience, and unease. They're engendered by thinking, and by thought alone are quashed. And so, I urge you again, repeat the following line. This sensation is transitory. This sensation is fleeting. Stronger is my mind than my body. Hunger is a composite sensation. It combines features both physical and emotional, but, by the strength of the mind, is readily overcome. Be not deceived by this scheming sensation. A hormone of the mind from whose careful watch it occasionally escapes. Its greatest enjoyment is to intrude upon the body. Once there, it delights in wreaking confusion on your diet and havoc on your health. 
in all likelihood, you are not truly hungry. You don't really need to eat when hunger declares that you do. At the very least, for your short-term or even your long-term well-being, food is of no vital necessity. It isn't urgently needed nor usefully assimilated. Hunger just wants you to think that it is. But we've caught on to the devious game that hunger likes to play. Take a breath. And think about this empty sensation. Empty because it is utterly without meaning. You know, given a few minutes, it'll almost certainly fade. Without being indulged, it'll promptly subside. Know that your body, a marvel of nature or design, of blind physics or a superintending creator, has more than enough to sustain itself for days, if not months. Though you needn't wait that long, don't succumb so quickly to gluttony's charm. The winning ways of that immoderate temptress. Don't fall victim to her promise of gustatory pleasure. Don't be enslaved to the caprice of the appetite she awakens in you. Don't be subject to its whim. Instead, ignore hunger. Harden your resilience and strengthen your mind. Adopt an austere, stoic, philosophic worldview. And live forevermore happy, robust, light, and free. Finally, repeat the following line. Hunger is transitory. Hunger is fleeting. Stronger is my mind than my body. Thank you so very much for listening. I hope, through your fast and with the aid of this episode, you achieve clarity of mind, lightness of spirit, and fullness of health.
Fare thee well.